This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. 18 months in the works, the White House Office of Management and Budget has unveiled a 25-point plan to reform federal government information technology management that emphasizes secure data center consolidation and cloud computing. Hello, I'm Eric Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com, and I'm pleased to welcome Tim Young. He's a senior manager in the federal practice at Deloitte Consulting, and he's the former deputy administrator for IT and e-government in the White House Office of Management and Budget. Thanks, Tim, for taking some time to talk with us. Thanks for having me. First off, what's your overall impression of this plan that was unveiled by the White House? Overall, I think it's a step in the right direction, given the fact that the federal government plans, acquires, implements, and operates more IT around 80 billion, in fact, than any other organization globally, and yet hasn't fully realized the benefits of innovation through technology. I think a a government-wide strategy of this nature is both prudent and timely. The IT management reforms within the strategy are consistent, in my view, with many leading commercial and government practices around for five main areas, the first being an an evolutionary versus revolutionary-based IT transformation agenda. Secondly, utilizing the economies of scale and the economies of skill of enterprise shared services. Third, an iterative deployment of cloud computing using a crawl, walk, run approach to delivery. And then lastly, using what's called useful segment systems development methodology to deploy IT systems in chunks with more frequent functionality versus the traditional Big Bang approach. Those elements, in my view, within the strategy are, again, leading practices not only in government but also globally in the commercial world. And based on my experience, both working with agencies, both in government and now in the private sector, I believe the agencies share the goal of improving outcomes through technology. However, that said, I think there are some key challenges that will be in the area of sustained implementation and execution as the government tries to bridge the gap between strategy to planning, to implementation or execution, and then to operations. Bridging that gap between strategy and execution is really, I think, what makes this strategy real, is the ability to do that effectively. Obviously, a major component of this is cloud computing. A lot of people are concerned about the security of cloud computing. There's many circles in, in D.C. or even outside D.C. related to cloud computing. You view it as a, a risky business proposition because of the security issues. Some people even refer to it as the insecurity of security. That said, cloud computing might be new to government, but it's not new to the private sector. Fortune 500 corporations have been adopting cloud computing for years based on the numerous benefits it provides them in the form of cost savings in the form of search capacity. The way that I would approach cloud computing in the federal government is similar to the way that I think LLMD wants to approach it, which is pilot it, start small, test it, prove it, scale it. I believe the guidance has something around identifying three technologies that the agencies have to identify as cloud candidates to move to the cloud. 
where one of those three has to move to the cloud within 12 months. And that is consistent with the, the crawl-walk-run approach to implementing an emerging technology, recognizing some of the risks associated with it. But if you look at what the government has done around cloud and security, I think they acknowledge the fact that it's somewhat of a new or nascent technology in the government, and they're accounting for that. I mean, the National Institutes of Standards and Technology, part of Commerce, is leading the development of, of standards for security related to cloud computing. And those standards will be mandatory standards. Those will not be opt-in standards. Additionally, most recently, I believe it was OMB and GSA, stood up a new program called the Federal Risk and Authorization Management Program, acronym being FedRAMP, to create unified risk management processes that increase security through assessments, eliminates duplication of effort and associated cost savings, enables rapid acquisition of products such as cloud computing products by pre-authorizing them uh, through a standard process. If I was still in the government, I would have taken a similar approach in terms of testing this out piloted way, but also putting compensating controls in place and mitigate the risk throughout the life cycle. Does data center consolidation help to cure IT assets? I think it does, primarily because you are consolidating and reducing the government's technology footprint, therefore leaving fewer assets on the ground and increasing the amount of resources you can apply to those assets to secure them from various security incidents such as infiltration, exfiltration, hacking, that kind of thing. The Federal Data Center Consolidation Initiative, acronym being FDCCI, I view representing an opportunity to improve the security by, in fact, consolidating the data centers that are now evidently reported at just over 2,100 and reducing those by 800 data centers by 2015. In addition to the data center consolidation effort, there's also another initiative within the OMB strategy related to shared services, which I think holds promise on a number of levels, including security, moving back office and commodity technology functions such as HR, finance, acquisition, travel, for example, to a shared service environment is a global best practice, and I believe it realizes benefits in two main areas, economies of scale, economies of skill, the latter being those individuals that have the talent and expertise and specialization to provide those functions in a centralized manner under a shared service environment, should have the opportunity to provide them on a wide basis. And that's the economies of skill aspect. The security component of shared services is if you consolidate those backbones, that infrastructure, those supporting applications and systems on top of it, then you have less of a technology footprint with which individuals can use to pack into, and also it's less funding associated in the aggregate to secure that. I would expect that as large-scale adoption of cloud computing and shared services gets successfully demonstrated, that the government will organically move away from what I'll call hugging the app into a more shared environment. I know the fiscal constraints of this and future discretionary budgets necessitate that move over time. I've been speaking with Deloitte's Tim Young, former Deputy Administrator of IT&E Government in the Office of Management and Budget. I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. 
For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.govinfosecurity.com.